You are listening to episode 71 of the Live Free Podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. If you are loving this podcast, finding yourself motivated or inspired, learning something new, or just a fan of the show, do me a favor and help me spread the message. Screenshot the episode, add it to your Insta stories, and tag me at Michaela.Quinn. Every share helps me reach more and more moms, and I may just share your share and feature you in my Insta stories too, because together we can take over the world. All right, mama, it's time. Grab your coffee, water, or wine because we are starting. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am very excited to have you here today. But before we start talking about scaling a business, I want to see if you have entered my giveaway. You can go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash giveaway. Check out all of the amazing prizes that we are giving away, including some of our courses, coaching sessions with me, and some of my favorite work at home mom essentials. There's lots of different ways to earn entries, and this giveaway is running all month long. So if you have not entered yet, you still have a ton of time to get in, catch up, and earn those points. All right, let's dive into today's episode. We are talking about some things to consider as you start to scale your business. And I really wanted to do an episode on this because it's been over a year that this podcast has been live and it's been two years since I first started in this online course creator space. And that means that I've worked with tons of women. I think if I went and checked my student roster, we've helped just under about 1,300 students. And so far, all of my content has been about how to build your freelance business, how to get started from scratch. But a lot of the women that I've worked with have have done it. They've built these businesses and we're starting to have lots of conversations about how to scale that and how to grow that. And in the past, I just kind of sent them on their way, but I've started to really pay attention to those businesses that really grow into something very, very profitable. And some of those businesses that maybe stay stuck or they they kind of start to flail and flounder. And so I've just been watching this past year, just kind of observing. And I've come to some conclusions and I wanted to share them in this episode with you because I thought it was time. And just a little surprise, spoiler alert, I actually created a second step program for those who have built a profitable freelance business. I call it with Websites We Scale. We opened up our beta launch just to some of the women in our current program, Overwhelmed to Overbooked. And we are getting ready. We just kicked that off with them. And so far, the feedback has been awesome. If you are just getting started in your business or you have a business, you have a couple clients, you've got some steady income coming in, 
this is a great episode to listen to, to kind of help you think about the future and just be aware of what your options are and what the opportunities are so that as you are continuing in your business, you can kind of start to observe some of these things so that you can set yourself up to scale when you're ready. Now, scaling is kind of just a jargony word that is very popular in the freelance world and in the business world. And scaling basically just means when you're scaling a business, it just basically means you are setting the stage to enable and support growth. Most of the time when we're talking about scaling, especially in the freelance, in the mom space, we are looking to establish growth in income, but not necessarily in amount of time worked. So that's my definition. That's my working definitions. That's what I'm referring to when we're talking about scaling. Scaling is making more income without working harder. Now, before we dive in, if you already have a profitable freelance business and you are excited and possibly ready to take the next step to start making more income without necessarily working more hours or taking on more clients, I invite you to go to MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash scale and get on the wait list for when we open up next. All right, ladies, let's dive into this topic. So before we get into those considerations, I want to share with you a story. If you listen to episode 69, where I shared more about my philosophy and why I work and kind of how my attitude and relationship with work has shifted since I started a business, you know that I didn't start a business looking to grow a million-dollar company, which I'm actually on my way to now, which is crazy. I just went in. Literally, all I wanted was to bring in $1,500 a month. And now I make that most days, which is crazy. And when I say I make that, that's the business. That's not Michaela Quinn paying herself that. I've got a lot of expenses as a course-based business, but I never had dreams and wishes and visions to build a business like what I have now. All I wanted was $1,500. That's it. I saw people who were in similar programs with me or in the online space that said they were making $5,000 a month, $10,000, some upwards of $50,000 and up. And I thought they were crazy. I was like, there's no way that's possible. Like They're either exaggerating or I don't know what. And I heard lots of people talking about scaling their business and making more income and growing their business. And I really kind of just tuned them out. I really didn't think I was starting a business But as my income did start to climb and I realized that I actually was building a legit business, I started to evaluate some things. And at the height of my virtual assistant social media manager career, I was making about $3,500 a month from various client work. But the amount of hours that I wanted to work was maxed out. And at that point, that's when I was like, huh, what can I do next? So I started to position myself to charge more money. I didn't want to take on more clients because I didn't have more hours in the day to devote to client work, or I didn't want to devote any more hours to client work. But as I was starting to position myself to charge more money and create higher level, more premium packages, I ended up stumbling into the digital course route, helping moms like you build a freelance business. And it works for me. And I love the online course model. Don't get me wrong. But I see how 
flashy it is and it's really exciting. And if you listen to a lot of entrepreneur podcasts or are in a lot of entrepreneur Facebook groups or follow a lot of entrepreneurs on Instagram, there is so much talk about creating passive income and create a course. And if you want to have a profitable business, you have to have a course. You have to have passive income. And I don't necessarily think that is is true. I see lots of women who have profitable, amazing businesses and don't necessarily have passive income or have a course that they sell. And I see a lot of people that jump into creating courses and they don't really understand all of what goes into it and how hard it is to grow a course and how, yes, the income might be passive, but that does not mean your business is passive and you just get to sit back at the beach and and relax and make money. Your full-time job when you have passive products is marketing that passive product. And marketing is the hardest part of any business. And there's a lot of things that change when you move from a service-based business to creating a course-based business. For example, when you are a service-based business, a lot of your income is probably retainer clients, meaning you land the client once and it's just recurring, recurring, recurring. You're always going to have that. But when you move to a online course model, let's say you could create a $47 course, it's going to take you a lot more sales to meet your income goals. And since there's a lot of hype out in the world right now about creating a online course, now I wanted to do this episode to just help you kind of see what your options are when it comes to scaling and also help give you some things to think about so that you can make sure you are growing and scaling a business that works with you and the life that you want to create for you and your family. So to get started on our three important considerations to scale your business, the first thing you need to consider is you need to evaluate your current business. You need to do some brainstorming and journaling or brain dumping and just kind of be open and honest with yourself on where you are at now. What do you like about what your business looks like now? What do you not like? What gets you excited? What types of work or clients or projects are you dragging your heels on? And I want you to think about this, both business and lifestyle. What what is working? What is not working? And then as you evaluate the current, I want you to think about what would your dream business look like? And how would that affect both your life and your business? What is the amount of income you want to work? What are the amount of hours that you want to work? What are some non-negotiables that you want to be a part of your business? And as you go through that evaluation exercise, you're going to get clarity on what you need to let go of and or what you should focus on moving forward. And if you don't feel like you get that clarity right away, That is where it makes a lot of sense to reach out to someone you trust, your accountability buddy, or a trusted peer in the online space, or your husband, or post it in the Live Free Mastermind Facebook group. Or if you're in OTO, post it in that group. Or if you're in with Websites We Scale, post it there. Post your thoughts, post where you're, you're stuck. And before you start to make any decisions on how you're going to scale, I want you to be crystal clear on what you want your business and your life to look like. 
Now, the second consideration I want you to think about is that more clients does not necessarily equal scaling. More clients is just going to mean more money and more hours of work. If you're still working on getting up to your initial income goals and you're not yet ready to drastically sit down and evaluate your business and the work that you're doing, if you're not yet, if you're still in that discovery phase of trying to figure out what you want, you're probably not yet ready to scale and that's okay. But if you are just taking on more client, more client, more client, another client, another client, eventually you're just going to be working a whole ton of hours and and get burned out. So more clients does not equal scaling. More clients just equals more money. So if you have hit that kind of bottleneck period where you've maxed out all of your hours that you want to work and you've maxed out like your income potential at that spot, or you're not quite sure how to make more money because the amount of hours that you have to work are full, that is an indication that you are ready to scale. So The third consideration that you need to think about is how are you going to scale your business? There are three main ways I'm going to focus on today. Three main ones. There's going the agency route. There's going the courses route. And there's going the scaling the service-based side of your business. Now, just with the buildup of getting to this point, I think you know what I'm going to say, that in most cases, increasing your prices is the best, most effective route to go. That doesn't mean you're never going to build an agency if that's on your heart. And that doesn't mean you're never going to launch a course if that's on your heart too. But I see a lot of people that launch the agencies or go the subcontracting way or create an online course, perhaps a little too soon. So my advice in most cases is always going to be before you add a course, before you add a subcontractor, you are going to need to dramatically increase your prices. And in order to increase your prices, you're probably going to have to go back to the beginning and do a lot of the same work you did to build your business, except this time with a new lens and a new goal in mind. You're going to have to go back to figuring out your ideal client and perhaps even updating your branding and thinking about the package and the the service that you are going to provide to this ideal client. Reevaluate your packages and your pricing and all of those things. But let me kind of do a little bit more explaining of why I am not a fan of just automatically jumping to the agency route or the course route if you have not yet increased your prices. There's a lady that I followed for a while and she produces an income report every month. And one of these previous months, she showed an income report. She has a agency, she has some online courses, and she does done-for-you client work. So she's got all these different components, different revenue streams for her business. Most people would think that's awesome. That's amazing. You've got three different streams of income. But what I, I actually really admire and respect her because she's open and honest with her business and where the money's going and what that all looks like. Because if you just saw at face value her say, oh, we had a 15K month, you would think that's amazing. Your business is doing awesome. But what you don't know if you just see that number is you don't know where that money is going and how much of that is actually going to her pocket. 
Because when you run an agency and you run a course-based business, with those two things are going to come a lot more expenses. For example, right now to run my business, I've got a team that helps me. I've got lots of software and tools that I have to pay for. I spend about 50 to 60% of total revenue on business expenses. Sometimes depending on the month and what we're working on at that point, it's a little bit more. And it took me a while to get there. For a while in the very beginning, you know, it was most of the profits was going right back into investing in the business. And so this lady in this blog post that she released, she listed out all of her expenses and the big chunks of where her money went was to her team. Like 9,000 of that 15K went to her team. And then another big portion of it went to marketing funds probably for the online courses and lots of software and tools for these online courses and when it came when it came down to it at the very end of all of these expenses the amount of money that went into her pocket i think is going to shock you it was only about $1500 of that initial 15k that went into her pocket so when you hear all these people out there saying i have a six figure business i have a seven figure business i made 10K this month, I made 30K this month. That is just their total revenue. That's not what they take home and paid themselves. So that's something very important to know and something to to be aware of and maybe start to question. So if you see someone say, Oh, I, you know, we had a 15K month this month, a good question to ask. I mean, you don't have to ask in a rude way. I think there's a way you can ask it in a nice place, especially if it's in a Facebook group. Just like, hey, just curious, I'm working on scaling my business and I'm trying to figure out the revenue to profit ratio. How much of that 15K was actual profit that you paid yourself with? Just so you can see. And when your business is predominantly just service-based, your expenses are pretty flipping low. Maybe you pay for website hosting and Dubsado. And you could really get away with just about that. Because I know how hard that someone probably has to work to to get that 15k month with courses and managing a huge agency that's a full-time job and at the end of the day to only be able to take home $1500 for your family i don't want you to have those kind of margins so what i think would be best is to first focus on scaling and building out your premium offering and think about offering a premium package with premium pricing and going after premium clients. And to do this, again, you're going to have to go back to the beginning and probably reevaluate and retweak and pivot your business moving forward. Not a pivot where you're doing you know, a total 360, but just a pivot that is going to allow you to set the stage to allow you to command that premium pricing for those premium clients. I'm excited to see where this conversation takes us. If you are interested in more of this scaling topic and going the course model or working to position yourself as a premium service provider, let me know because that's something that we can explore on this podcast. But get, I'm, I, I want your feedback. Let me know if you liked this episode, if it stirred up any thoughts or questions for you because this podcast is for for you guys. So let me know. 
And thanks for being here. We can start the conversation in the Facebook group. Tag me on Instagram. I'm at Michaela.Quinn. All right. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for joining me. Now, just because the episode is over doesn't mean the knowledge party has to stop. Come hang out with me and thousands of other mamas in my free Facebook group. Just search Facebook for the Live Free Podcast Mastermind with Michaela Quinn or go to the show notes. We have it linked there. And make sure you answer the questions so our gatekeeper knows that you want to end. And don't forget, sharing is caring. If you are loving this podcast, please take a moment to share it with your friends. But make sure you tag me at Michaela.Quinn on Instagram and at Michaela Quinn on Facebook. See you next week.